I'm Kylie, founder of Akanel Expeditions, the best adventure travel company that you've never heard of. This is a 35,000 feet podcast where we interview interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. From the next big CEO to coaches of your favorite teams to everyone in between, we've got stories to tell. Let's jump in. Hi guys, welcome back. It's Morgan. Today I'm sitting down with Coach Marissa. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Morgan. I'm really excited to chat with you. Well, perfect. We're excited to hear about your story and your team. So I guess just to get going and get to know you and your team better, um, can you tell us about your highs and your lows of your current season? Yeah, so this season um, is my second year at uh, Boston University, and it's my alma mater. So it's been um, really exciting to be back um, in the capacity of uh, head coach as opposed to just a player. Um, and so last season, we uh, were picked to finish ninth in the Patriot League, and we um, we finished third and, excuse me, we finished fourth. Oh, we should have finished third. That's, uh, it was wishful thinking. <laughs> we should have finished third. We finished fourth. Um, and I was fortunate enough, uh, my kids played really hard for me and, and won coach of the year. And so coming into this season, um, the expectations were higher for myself and the team. And um, so we were finished to pick, we were picked to finish fourth this year. And um, we just finished the regular season in second. That would be definitely the high so far. Um, and then today, um, we just had the major awards come out for the individuals for the team. And one of my freshmen, Maggie Pina, got uh, Rookie of the Year. Um, I had three wow. kids on all-rookie team. Um, and we had one kid on all-defensive. And then um, one of the players made second team and one made third. So really just an exciting uh, time where we talked to them. We're not really big on individual awards here, but um you know the reason why you get those is because you play on a really good team and your teammates help you to achieve those things so as far as lows I would say you know just I think I have really high expectations and so we started off the non-conference season and we our record wasn't necessarily indicative of um how we played in some of those games and so that was kind of frustrating I I intentionally wanted to play a tougher non-conference schedule and we traveled some um we went out to Cal Berkeley and UC Davis. And so we did a West Coast swing that um, we had not done before in my seniors um, in their four years that they've been here. So I wanted them to experience, you know, college athletics, not just as, um, you know, one coast, but for them to see other parts of the country as well as compete against other uh, universities. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you've got good things going over there. From what I can tell, it sounds like your team's working hard. So that's impressive. Yeah, no, I think we are, we're moving in the right direction for sure. Yes. No. And you can tell, you can tell that you have that passion for your team. So that's, that's going to take you guys far. Thank you. So how did you get to be a coach? Like what's your backstory behind that? So I went, like I said before, I went to Boston University undergrad and I thought actually I was going to do television. And so I went and worked at ESPN straight out of college and um, was production assistant. It was, it was awesome. Great first job. Thought like I'll work my way from behind the camera to on the camera. And um, after about 10 months, I was like, okay, this isn't exactly what I thought it was. And I missed um, the camaraderie of basketball and the competition and um, was fortunate enough to get into coaching at um, the ripe old age of 23. Um, oh, nice. And yeah, so I got my first job at the University of Denver and I was there for two wow. years. And 
Um, I worked two years at the University of Minnesota, and then I was nine years at UConn, and um, and then finally took the leap last year to um, become, or two years ago, I guess now, to become um, the head coach here at BU. So it's my 15th year coaching, and um, every day I definitely learn something um, new, but it's just inspiring to be able to help young women, and that's really kind of why I got into it. I felt like my coach really influenced my life in such a positive way, and I just wanted to be able to pay it forward. Oh, that's so true. I love that you're, like, viewing this as a way to make impact on, like, players' lives. Oh, that's so cool. I can tell that you're a great coach. But if you don't mind me asking, you mentioned that, well, you played at Boston. What position did you play? So I was, like, a 3-4, and I was, was like, a pretty big defensive player, um, which, ironically, now uh, we – work on offense a lot, um, but I come from the school of, of Gino Ariema, and we do a ton of, ton of offense. Not that we didn't play defense at UConn, but he just had such an incredible offensive mind, so I definitely um, was soaking that up every single day, um, but for me, when I was a player, I loved to block shots and steal the ball, and um, <laughs> it was just, uh, it was it was kind of considered the quote-unquote emotional leader on the team, and so I've never lacked for passion, for sure. <sighs> That's awesome. And that, that's honestly what gets you places, you know, is that passion and that effort, that work ethic. So that's awesome. What's one of your most memorable travel experiences? If you separate basketball uh, from it, I, um, I got an opportunity. Well, with basketball, I got the opportunity to go to the 2012 Olympics in London. Coach Arama brought our staff with him. It was his first time being the Olympic coach for the women's national team. And he felt really comfortable with us as his staff members. So we were able to do scouting and work behind the scenes. Um, we were at every practice and we got to attend their games and try to prepare them for the gold medal, which they um, were the eventual winners of. And so that was really an incredible experience. I had never been to London before and we were actually wow. gone for a month. So we flew into Turkey first and um, played some friendly games, then our train, then we went to Manchester and then fi- finally finished out 10 days in London. And so um, that was just an incredible, you know, trip of a lifetime and just the experience and never did I ever think that I would be attending Olympics, let alone being able to help a team um, achieve, you know, the ultimate goal. So from a basketball traveling standpoint, that would be probably one of the most memorable trips. For a personal trip, um, my boyfriend and I took a a trip to Morocco um, about four years ago now in May and we spent nine days there um, in Marrakesh, and we stayed in an old Riyadh, uh, which is an old palace that they turned into a hotel, and we stayed within the old city walls, so it was very much traditional, um, women covering their knees and covering their shoulders out of respect, and um, we did it overnight. We drove through the Atlas Mountains and stayed in the Sahara Desert overnight, and we rode camels and got to what? climb a mountain um, and watch the sunrise on the Sahara, and it was just, it was incredible. So I um, real, feel very fortunate. I love to travel and I think it's a huge part of who I am. That is so cool. It's so cool seeing so many different things in the world. I totally agree. The Sahara Desert, that's so cool. I've always wanted to go there. Oh yeah, I, I highly recommend it. And um, you know, as far as like uh, trips that we've taken, it was one of the more affordable trips that we've taken. And it was just, uh, the people were incredible and just uh, seeing a different culture being immersed in it. I just, I was obsessed. I <laughs> still am. <laughs> I bet you took so many photos. Oh, tons of photos and ate really good food. And 
brought back so many different textiles and um, two different rugs that are currently <laughs> in my home. And I just, yeah, I, I went a little crazy, but it was totally worth it. Oh, okay. No, that, that totally makes it worth it. You have to bring home stuff to help remember the experience. <laughs> um, if I could have brought home a Moroccan door, I would have, but I, I couldn't get it on the plane. <laughs> are they just super unique? Very ornate. There's a lot of carvings. And so between the light fixtures and the doors, um, they also do a lot of inlaid bone kind of dressers. It's just, it's, it's exquisite. So, I mean, I just... I, I and there's arches and I just am a sucker for arches so I just Aww. anything with that I you know I just really enjoy decorating so it's just it really kind of is my second uh calling <laughs> if I didn't do Aww. basketball <laughs> you would have done that <laughs> yeah well that doesn't actually that leads perfectly to something I wanted to ask you like what's one thing that no one knows about you that you could share oh um what's <laughs> hmm, one thing that no one knows about me I, th- I think people know this about me, but they might not know to the extent, but I, I have like a really um, probably terrible shoe habit. I, <laughs> I own uh, a lot of shoes um, and I've, I've just loved them since I was a kid and I used to always try on my mom's shoes and um, walk around in them. And I think she, I definitely got it honest, but yeah, I, I love shopping in general. Um, I do like gifting stuff for other people, but it's it's so fun to find unique things um, and kind of put together a fun outfit. It's like decorating yourself, and um, so I uh, I that that people might know that about me, but some people might not. Hey, no, that's super good to know. What's your favorite shoe brand? Uh, probably it's called uh, Luis at Sea. It's by Vince Camuto. Oh. It's, so if they're listening, feel free to send anything this way, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I've never heard of them. I'll have to look it up and look into it. Yeah, you have to look. they've got great stuff. They, they sell my Nordstrom, so it's awesome. Oh, I love Nordstrom. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. We like the same things. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. And we're both called Mo, so that's good. <laughs> there you go. And if you're an athlete wanting to play for a team or university, what would your advice be to them? I would probably tell them that don't be discouraged as you're kind of going through the process. You know, for me, when I was getting recruited, I, um, and it's changed tremendously since when I was a student athlete, but I think a lot of people get caught up in social media and sending in videos, but I think, you know, coaches will find you if you're really talented, coaches will find you. And ultimately you need to find the place that you want to you ultimately want to know that that's the coach you want to play for and the players you want to play with and I always tell my kids that when they're making their decision when I'm recruiting who do you want to play for and who do you want to play with because everybody has buildings and libraries and and there's really not a university at this point um in our country or probably in the world who is not going to provide you with a world-class education but you've got to decide when you're playing the athletics, because this is such a huge part of your experience, like who it is that you want to to play for and play with, because those are the people that are going to make or break your experience, not, you know, the, the school itself. Oh, it's so true. And um, along with sports, like I've noticed a lot of the time, it's like your team becomes like your family. So it's such a big deal that like where you're going, you like love the people you're with and you work hard for that. So thank you for sharing that exactly. advice. It makes a big difference. It makes a huge difference. Well, what's your next adventure? What's my next adventure? Um, well, I 
until this coronavirus, I was supposed <laughs> to um, be going to Rwanda uh, with an oh, organization yeah. I'm on um, the board of um, called the Shooting Touch, and um, they use basketball to help provide health healthcare awareness and healthcare to um, education to boys girls and women in Rwanda and then they have an arm here in Boston and um, I just joined it last May and it's already been um, made a huge impact on my life and I've tried to do what I can to um, integrate with the girls here in Boston and we've had some different programming that we've teamed up with my team to do um, during the season and so I was really hoping to get an opportunity to go and see the work that they're doing um, on the ground in Rwanda so it's just postponed for now we'll, we'll see kind of where things go obviously safety first but I think that will be whenever the time comes I'm really excited to have the opportunity to go and learn and you know each person who's gone has told me that it they come back changed and so I'm really looking forward to that. Oh, that's so cool. I know I've never been to Rwanda. That sounds like an awesome trip. And it sounds like an awesome organization that you're a part of. So, Oh, I'm yeah, they're that, incredible. Yeah, I'm glad that you're able to have that experience. Wow. Are there any other places that you're hoping to go? I have a huge bucket list of places I'd like <laughs> to go. But um, my dad is originally from um, Guyana, South America. And so we are actually going back. We haven't been back to his home country since I was 15. My sister was 17 when she graduated from high school. So um, wow. I won't tell you how old, how old I am, but um, it was a lot of fun. But no, actually, I'm, I'm, I'll be 38 uh, next week. So, so it's, it'll be, what, about 23 years since we've been there. Yeah, and we're excited. We're bringing back, I now have two nieces, so my sister's two girls um, and her husband and my dad's wife. So it's going to be a, a really great trip. Oh, that's so fun. And what are you most excited about this upcoming season? Well, I think um, for us right now, we're heading into our Patriot League playoffs. And so that starts on Monday and we get to host. Um, and if we win, we host the uh, semifinal here on the following Thursday. Wow. And so, um, yeah, so for me, I, I'm just excited for us to hopefully come in, play well. And, you know, this is the highest seed that we've ever had since we've been in this league. And I'm just looking forward to, you know, making a statement and continuing to grow the program. Yeah. Well, from what it sounds like, since you've only been there two seasons, it sounds like you're doing good things with the program. So that's awesome. It's been good. Yeah, we're moving in, definitely moving in the right direction. Oh, well, I'm excited to see where your team goes and what you guys accomplish. And um, thanks for letting us get a glimpse into your, your wonderful team. It was great talking to you. Yeah, you as well. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the 35,000 Feet Podcast, where we chat with interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. Do you have a story that you want to share? Visit www.acanela.com slash podcast to share your story and be featured on our next episode of 35,000 Feet.